This is the Life Journey Podcast with Quentin, a.k.a. Q Gauze No Days Off. From on the field and off the field, NFL player and entrepreneur. Motivating you to be the best you can be and getting you out of your comfort zone. Sharing with you travel, sports, and entrepreneurial tips with amazing guests on the show. Now, get ready for your life to change with the Life Journey Podcast and your host, Quentin Gauze. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to the Life Journey Podcast brought to you by Call of Duty Modern Warfare coming out on PS4 and Xbox. Cannot wait for that to come out. Uh, We have a special guest on the show today, Bethany, from all the way from Ethiopia in Addis Ababa. Welcome on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. No problem, no problem. So, you know, it was, first off, great um, being able to connect with you and stuff, um, just online and stuff, but I love the work that you do, um, just by watching. I'm just watching on Instagram and see some of the stuff you're doing, and I still kind of don't know exactly what it is, or, you know, but at the same time, um, that's why we're here on the podcast. Super excited to find out. So, you know, explain to everyone exactly, you know, where you're from, and then also, you know, the industry you're in. Okay, so my name is Bitania. That's the Amharic version. Bethany's in English. So my <laughs> real name is Bitania Lulu Vahanu. I'm from Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Um, what I do is... Um, basically advocacy and activism for youth inclusive policy design and i'll get to explaining to what (laughs) what that means but generally what i do is um i advocate for youth empowerment and gender equality on different fronts it's not specific to one field it can be in politics it can be in uh, decision making tables it can be in health in different fields i just advocate for youth inclusive program design and at the same time gender equality awesome okay and you know growing well actually let's let's kind of stick on that how did you how did you end up getting into that field like how how did uh, that come about and what inspired you to, to get into it? well uh when i was when i was young i was actually into astrophysics <laughs> to use surprise um but as i grew up i was interested in global affairs and global issues and i saw that there are not a lot of young people represented in making decisions or influencing the global arena so that's where, uh, when I actually got interested about uh, global affairs, uh, being included in different decision-making tables. But joining my university, I saw the need for young people to be empowered because, of course, university is not just about academics, but um, it's a place where you should be an all-rounded leader as a young person. And given that universities are supposed to produce um, the shift makers of the country, Uh, I saw a lot of dropout rates and um, I saw a gap between the students and the lack of inspiration to do anything positive in their community. So that's where I started an initiative called the Youth Alliance for Leadership and Development in Africa, or Mm -hmm. in short, YALDA. Um, YALDA stands for, um, it's basically a platform for young people to discover themselves and to get empowered to actually want to be included in leadership um, and creating positive impacts in their environments regardless of their field of study. Uh, it was first founded in Harvard University back in 2004, but I started the Ethiopian branch in 2014 mm-hmm. when I was doing my undergrad in electrical and computer engineering. Um, so through that organization under my university, we managed to partner with a lot of international organizations and made sure that young people get shaped into um, the leaders that the continent needs them to be. 
Um, so we give a lot of capacity development trainings. Um, we organize international conferences to review policies by young people so that we ensure the ideas and views of young people are included in the continental uh, plans. One of the biggest achievements that I say that I've done is when I was a third year student, I was only 20, um, the African Union has a 50 year plan. When they were celebrating their 50th anniversary in 2013, mm -hmm. they came up with uh, an agenda called Agenda 2063, which is a 50 year plan for the entire continent to follow. Um, they publicized the, the, the document in 2015, but we saw the gap whereby young people were not represented in designing the, the plan. No. And yet, we're supposed to be the ones implementing it because obviously the people that designed it won't be allowed to, to even see the, the right. agenda come to life. So, so I came up... So you there's a lot of um, people that are way older that are making these decisions and they're Oh not, yeah, I mean, 50 plus. <laughs> they're 50 plus and they're making uh, plans for the next 50 years without consulting the young people, which are supposed to be the implementing hands. So we came up with an initiative, me and my team members, to host the biggest first ever Agenda 2050 Youth Summit that gathered 300 delegates from across Africa and abroad, from different fields, starting from high school students, PhD candidates, journalists, artists, because of course, young people, of course, it's an, it's, youth is a range from 18 to 35, but all sectors must have been represented. So that's why, uh, and imagine these 300 delegates were self-sponsored. So that's what made it very unique because, of course, the AU has different conferences and they fund people to come and represent their countries. But what made this difference was that these young people raised their own funds because they're very committed to the change of Africa. So it was a big achievement. They reviewed the document and we made sure that young voices were included in the 50-year plan. So it was a big achievement. And after that, we did a lot of activities. It's not just about conferences, but building real leaders in the continent and the community. Um, so I'm overseeing about 22 branches across Africa and different countries under universities or depending on the country, Yalda exists as an NGO or as a university club, depending on the policies in different countries. So that's one of the things that I do. That's where I actually started my active engagement and youth empowerment and youth inclusive policy design um, and all those things. And of course, since I'm an engineer, uh, by study. Um, I also advocate for um, more girls to be included in the male-dominated field, which is right. science and technology, engineering, math, and also technical vocational education and training. Now, now, um, now in Africa, the balance now, see in America, it, it's starting like um, w women are becoming more, you know, and getting in higher positions, which is awesome and which is, needs to have, mm -hmm. needs to be a balance. Africa, what is that looking like over there? What's the ratio, what's the percentage of women starting to get in the higher positions? It's becoming so exciting because we have now the first female president in Ethiopia. Yep, and since we had uh, our new prime minister a little over a year ago, he appointed 50% of the ministers as, as women. So it's a big milestone for our country. And in the continent, some countries are also doing uh, their strives which is one example would be Rwanda. It's the number one country in the world to achieve women empowerment. Imagine the US stands in the 72nd <laughs> position. And number one is in Rwanda. So we see a lot of uh, exciting changes in Africa. We mm -hmm. want to trickle it down to the ground. It's not just higher positions that women should attain, but um, 
from the ground up all the way. We want more women to be included and also young people to be included. And that's what it needs, it needs to be like that. And have you had any pushback from any, you know, from, from outside, you know, from outside people trying to like stop that? Or has it been like kind of, you know, everybody's been supporting it. Like what, what's, what has been like, what, what uh, kind of trials have you faced pushing? Well, in Africa, the dynamics are a bit different, or I don't know if it's the same in the rest of the world, but um, young people don't get seriously, don't get taken as seriously as older people. So when you have all these serious agendas, some um, people that hold positions, of course, twice or three times your age may find it very difficult to deal with you. But that's by consistency and by showing them how strong, um, strong-willed you are, then you win, your, you win their heart to, to work with them. So that's been a challenge to actually get our agenda through. But once we've actually established ourselves and got endorsement from different organizations, it's been um, it's been very well. And of course, funding is a problem everywhere. <laughs> when you try to advocate for youth projects, um, you need to sell it in a very creative way, and you need to make sure that it's in line with who you're asking funding from. So we've learned a lot throughout the process. Uh, but yeah. It's been it's been very rewarding and a learning process for me and everybody I've worked with. How old are you? I'm 25. 25 years old. So everybody listening from around the world, like it doesn't matter what age you are. Like go just go do it now. Go attack what you want. Like don't sit back and wait. So that, that was the olden days. Like the olden days say like you gotta wait till you're this age to to finally make an impact. Like no, mm-hmm. times are changing and you can start making that impact now and there's so many resources out there to help you do that and people that want to but don't know how to get started you got to be that leader so i kudos to you for you know what you're doing and um like a lot of people i mean from right now i don't know anybody else that's from what i see like you're you travel a lot you've been a lot of different places you speak like you're age 50 like you're very well seasoned um, a lot of people aren't like that. So kudos to you and what you're doing. So thank you so much. Yeah, well, that's what we say. It's not young people are not the, the leaders of the future, but they're the leaders of now. Exactly. So exactly. they need to attain the positions now and today as soon as they can. Wow. That's, that's and, I, and I remember seeing, uh, I think it was a video on your Instagram that it was you and another gentleman speaking and you could just see the age difference. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can see like, he's trying to like relate and he's like <laughs> he's trying to relate, but you just like it, it just you can see the age difference, but you can see the same like the mindsets are there though. That's all it is, is about having the same passion for the same thing. Wow. Yeah. That's one of the projects that I consult on for an organization called Population Services International. Mm-hmm. They're headquartered in the D- in DC in the US, but they have projects across the world um, in about fifty-five countries. So one of the projects that I oversee is the project that they have in Ethiopia, Nigeria, and Tanzania Mm -hmm. to um, make sure that young adults and girls from the age 15 to 18 have access to contraceptive to avoid teenage pregnancy. So I'm one of the young designers for that project. It's called the Adults in 360. And we have a lot of about 260 young designers across the three countries. So it's one of the, the incredible projects that I'm very proud of that are like they're achieving meaningful youth participation from the problem identification phase all the way to the solution uh, phase. So yeah, that's the CEO that you saw of PSI. So of course, <laughs> he's three times my age, but it's fine. <laughs> 
we work with different experts and our voices are actually counted to uh, to have this breakthrough. Wow, that's that's amazing. No, again, kudos to you man, and what you're doing. Um, Thank you. So, so, you know, on on your your travels, like you've been around. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing more Europe and in the U.S. I don't know in Asia and stuff, but let me know like your travels how, how has that been just like being able to travel the world and do what you do um mostly i travel in africa because i focus on youth empowerment for african youth uh, so i've been to a lot of african countries and all the regions um but of course we have africa europe projects as well so i go to represent my country or my continent on different platforms i've been to the us a couple of times as well for um to present about a project or to speak on behalf of the young people. The territory that I haven't explored is Asia <laughs> because I don't have direct projects with them yet. But yeah, it's been great uh, meeting people. You learn a lot by random conversations that you have with literally anyone on the street, um, from the hotel receptionist to the cab driver to what you see on the streets. There's a lot of knowledge out there. And it has changed me in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, you learn a lot by traveling a lot. You, your perspectives become much, much wider. And you learn so much wisdom from people coming from different um, realities from you. Yes. So it's, I'm very grateful to get to represent the young people. But every day, each day, I learn a lot from wherever I go to. And each interaction leaves a mark in my path. Is there anyone else that, that you've seen that's your age that's been doing some of this similar work you've been doing or in a different field, but like you've met um, on that same stage? Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, there are climate change activists, for example. Um, there are gender activists. And of course, in the, in the Agenda 2060 Youth Summit that I earlier mentioned on, we gathered about 300 young delegates and they were very much empowered. And when they returned to their countries, they became youth leaders of their nations. So of course, there are a lot of people even younger than me and older than me in the same uh, youth category that are doing incredible. Um, and Yelda is a network of empowered young people that are determined to change Africa and the globe in general. So of course, there are a lot of people out there. It's very empowering to work with them and strive to, to gain more knowledge and change with them. That's amazing. Um, so this is a kind of off-topic question here. What's your go-to order at, you know, your hometown restaurant in Addis Ababa? That's, no, that's a hard question. I, <laughs> I mostly don't stick, I don't stick to one order. I always like change. So I like injera, of course, that's the number oh, one yeah. thing. Uh, but anything that comes with it, I eat, I don't mind. Everything we eat here is very nutritious and it's one of the best cuisines in the world and I'm so proud of my food. <laughs> and that is so, everyone listening, that's so true. Like you need to go out there and visit. Even there's a spot here in my hometown here that is called Addis Ababa restaurant, but it is probably not the same food, you know, it's not the same organic. Yeah, food. but you get the highlight. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's, true. that's true. It's pretty authentic, I, I love it. Yeah. Awesome food. I love, I love injera. Um, and I had yeah. the lamb tips, by the way, the lamb tips with the peppers and stuff inside. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good, isn't it? That's called tips. Tips. Yeah. So, so what do you wish you had known when you started out? 
Uh, well, when you start out as a young person, you're very ambitious, and of course, you, you expect things to go the way you planned, but not everything goes the way you planned. Obviously, that's life. So, of course, there were a lot of frustrating moments, but it was everything was a learning process, and it just makes you become more creative with the way you approach things, and you become more strategic. So, of course, I wish I would have known the creative ways that I know now. But had I not gone through those difficult phases, I wouldn't have been、um, able to become the way I am right now. And of course,、um, the the nature of work I do, I get exposed to a lot of people from different backgrounds,、mm-hmm. and you get to work with human beings are very difficult <laughs> in general. So they may not, they may say that they share the same passion, but they may actually want to slow you down. So that's also a learning that I.、Um, I got from the seven years' experience that I I had in this、mm-hmm. line of work. So yeah, and it's always good to separate emotions from work <laughs> because if you don't know how to separate them, you get hurt, and you, the vision might get blurry. So you have to stick to your goal and take the measures that you need to 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 achieve whatever you set for yourself and for the country for the continent. It's good. To, it's good to hear that.、Um, a lot of, I know a lot of people get frustrated and they'll stop, give up, won't won't continue their work. And yeah, the, like you're right about that. There's people with a, a sp- specific agenda that they have, and they may put like on a what do they say, like a wolf in sheep's clothing. You know,、mm-hmm. you know exactly. They, you know, and it's like all it's always you know it's like that in politics. But you know, you gotta just move move your way through and see who's real and who's not.、Mm-hmm. But it's good to. It's good to hear that. Like you, you have been through some of those trials, but you know now are much more seasoned than you were when you started out. And that's a oh, much more, much more. <laughs> yeah, I feel、yeah. like I'm forty or fifty, trapped in a twenty-five-year-old body. <laughs> <laughs> Got an old soul. Got an old soul. It's,、mm. it's not wrong with that. It's not wrong with that at all.、Um, mm-hmm. So it's good. And and I really think about it back then. Like think about it way back then, like Jesus' time, like around then, like. There used to be young people that were in high positions, regardless, too, like kings and queens. So, like, there were some, you know, there's some people that like we forget about that too. Like, it's okay, like if you're young, go attack it now, you know. So,、mm-hmm. exactly, go pursue your calling. Exactly. Regardless of how old you are, yeah. True. What What are you curious about right now? Like, what's I guess the best way to ask this question is like, what are you curious about, and also, what's like the future outlook? Within your industry,、um, we see a lot of positive、uh, feedback from the leaders right now.、Mm-hmm. So,、um, of course, not every leader is doing the same thing, and they're not on the same pace. But of course, I don't get tired of giving the example of Rwanda,、um, President Kagame. He's that's who,、um, the, their president is doing a lot of things and empowering young people and bringing them to leadership positions. And of course, my country as well. Um, I've met my president a couple of times. She's extremely excited to work with me and、um, other young people. And we've we've, we've spoken about how、um, leadership、uh, programs are very necessary in universities, in or even in high schools or elementary schools, so that we groom our our young leaders from a young age, and not just expect them to be ready by the time they're re- like they have their degrees or something.、Yeah. 
So it's very exciting. I'm very curious to see what this partnerships between governments and young organizations will actually bring about in empowering young people and in grooming the next generation of leaders um, and also girls and women. Mm-hmm. Not just because men have been favored for a long time, especially in Africa. Right. And that's the right. Nice. Yeah. I'm very curious to see a lot of empowered, outspoken young women from my my country or continent in general i love it man it's like you're really in the middle it's like when technology like fate example facebook and all that was coming out in 2000 2001 now it's like a big massive company it, and the social media change has happened so everybody's like adjusting to it so like same thing right now like within your industry and what you're talking about is like there's you're in the midst of change and mm-hmm. you're like Again, like you said, you don't know what can happen out of it, but you know like what you plan for and what you, your future outlook, what you want. And like, I just think that's amazing. Like, you're you're like really making change in in an entire continent. How does that feel? It feels so rewarding. And when you have a passion, the passion drives you. You don't drive it. It's the other way around. You don't force yourself to do anything, but it it kind of drives you and it keeps you going. Um, so it's it's been very fulfilling personally and of course i'm living out my passion and uh, seeing people change and that's there's nothing more humbling and um exciting than seeing the people you work with change and groom and by actually making change with the words that you you give on behalf of others power that's powerful right there um so you you were just talking about it. I mean, it's within our one of our questions. Your purpose, like you, you said, you you feel like you're already within it. Like mm-hmm. you talked about your purpose. Like how did like how did you like know when did you know what age did you know it was your purpose? And how does it feel being in your purpose right now? There's people that will never find their purpose throughout their life. You're in it. How does yeah. that? Life without a purpose must be a very sad, <laughs> sad, sad life. Honestly. Um, I've always loved helping people from a, from a very young age. I used to tutor my uh, my peer groups and I used to be assigned as a leader to uh, mentor my age group or my young, people that are younger than me from a very young age. So um, the, the gift of leadership has been in me growing up and now it's becoming more clear when I see my purpose is seeing people change and impact the lives of others so the more fulfilling I get it's not even the amount of money I get I started all of this with volunteering I wasn't getting any penny I was literally living out my purpose and passion there's nothing more rewarding than that seeing what you believe in translate into action wow that is powerful to say that a lot of people always chase they went in America you know they say they chase the bag they chase the money and like you see, that's what I feel like. Life comes down to like a couple of things, like just knowing, like meeting people, mentorship, knowing the right people, giving back is like mm-hmm. critical. And some people just they skip that part all the time. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's when life becomes very sad because there's no joy that can match with the joy that you can get by helping others and by seeing your actions impacting the lives of others. Money cannot buy that kind of happiness, ever. That's true. That's true. 
I mean, once you're once you're dead, like you can't take my money with you, you can't take your possessions with you. So, like, what you do now on earth, helping someone. Of course, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not discouraging young people from chasing money. No, <laughs> of course, you need money to survive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they need to be very wise about it because they need to empower themselves and equipping themselves with a lot of um, different skills, life skills. Because academia is failing us, the formal job, job sector is failing us. So that's why you need to be qualified as a young person, even to seek a position in that decision-making table. You have to invest in yourself first. So of course, I encourage people. I encourage young people to invest in themselves, equip with this, with the, equip themselves with the right skills, so that they become competent to gain their net worth. But at the same time there should be space and there should be room to give back to your community and making positive impact. It doesn't have to be big. Whatever you do, all small acts put together will result in a big, a big outcome. So they don't need to, to wait for something big to happen for them to actually be an impactful person. All the little things matter. That's so true. That's so true. I love it. Last last question. What, what advice... Uh, so you got a young young woman, young man that really want to help out and get involved that they, they really see what you're doing or they're listening right now and they're like, wow, like I really want to understand like how to be involved in that and how to help change the world. What advice would you give them? Um, well, I created the platform <laughs> because I saw the gap and whoever wanted to volunteer came and helped and they changed themselves throughout the process at the same time helping others. So there are a lot of platforms like Yelda all around the world so they can do their research about what kind of activities there are around where they live and then of course start with volunteering start with impacting the ones around you be it your friends your siblings and then um, I don't know whatever whenever opportunities present themselves don't cease to take it mm. that's the powerful words powerful words um, and the last thing, we always do this on the show. Last thing is leave, you, you know, you kind of left the young people with a quote, but just leave anybody, any age who's listening, leave them with a quote. <laughs> you can't pull me on, on the spot like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure when you die, you don't take your, your knowledge and wisdom with you. Make sure that you live out your purpose and you empty out whatever that you have to give to the world. Mm, I'm taking that one. I'm about to write it down now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. No, I appreciate you being on the show. Like, I, I just think what you're doing is now that I fully understand what you do, I just think it's amazing. And um, you're, I call it, you're a game changer. As my financial advisor says, you're a game changer. Um, you're a person that's really like trying to make the world a better place and like improve the youth, improve like this, everything that's going on. And it helps improve, um, it's like your niche. It helps improve the earth and improve what we're doing. So uh, kudos to you again. Um, anything else you want to leave people with at all? Well, I, I want to urge everybody to, to do whatever they can for positive impact, for positive change. And what goes around does come around. When you exert positivity, the universe works with you. You'd be surprised or I don't know, some people believe in God, some people don't, but the universe is an undeniable force. Um, and of course, there's positive karma as well. So yeah, be good, do good, and a lot of good will come to you. Fantastic. You'll be blessed. I love it, I love it. Do you want to leave them with your 
social media page for for what you're doing um any websites or anything like that um sure if it's my personal account it's at vitania underscore lulu v-i-t-a-n-i-a underscore lulu l-u-l-u that's my instagram handle and my twitter handle and if they want to see the work that we do at yelda they can just google youth alliance for leadership and development in africa and the website will pop right up because we have facebook pages and twitter accounts as well and a website so you on all platforms excuse me <laughs> that's good that's good um so okay. all right so you know appreciate you having me on the show Tanya, and uh you know we'll definitely have to get you back on again um, in 2020 when we hit season three so appreciate you and uh We'll, you know, talk soon. Cue guys out. Thank you for listening to the Life Journey.